Welcome to The Hunter's Home, a Monster Hunter community podcast for hunters by hunters. Welcome, Hunters, to the Hunter's Hub, Episode 9. Um, we're going to continue our Monster Hunter World beta discussion. So this is Fortuan, um, joined again by Lobo. Hello. And Rath Gog. Yellow. So today we're going to talk about just the monsters specifically. Um, I think there was there's a lot to say, especially about um, the ones in the quest uh, and not just like the ones that are target monsters, but in the quests themselves. Um, so I just I really wanted to go into detail on every monster because there's a lot of details about them. Um, so I say we just sort of like go bottom to top. So I'd, I'd like to start with the Great Jaggers, if that's okay. 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 So um, Great Jaggers is ridiculously easy. Um, obviously a low tier monster. Um, and of course, you know, discussed earlier that the fact that the difficulty is tuned down on the beta also. Um, but what sticks out about me is a lot of people are like, it's just a giant iguana and that kind of stuff. And while I, I get that it is, I would like to see more like the great Jagras if he is the new drome slash Augie Boggy type mm-hmm. because he was definitely independent of his pack um his pack would follow him around but and they were they were actually kind of pseudo dangerous if you have, they were actually a threat because like there were so many of them um and they were they were annoying too because they'd uh, they'd scare your scout flies off if you're looking for some looking for them mm-hmm. they were playing reconnaissance for him <laughs> Um, but after a few hunts, I discovered where he spawns and just started running directly there, which is pretty close to the Southwest base camp. So I just kept doing that. Um, so for me, uh, the, the biggest thing I noticed, um, uh, right away with the, the great joggers is the part breaking stuff that, um, the, how the parts break now. It's not just like, oh, it just broke and like, you know, like Rathalos wing is broke and tattered now. It's like it has like levels of breaking on everything. Mm-hmm. So it starts out with a small scar and then it gets like a big scar. Uh, and unfortunately, you can't remove anything from the Great Jagras aside from breaking off claws. And um, his head gets really broken. Right. But, remove his lunch. Yeah. Yeah, that's something. <laughs> um the uh the the dreads on his back the sort of like long spikes or whatever that hang down did you guys notice that those get bloody and are like matted with blood eventually 
Yeah. That was cool. That was a cool detail. Huh. Like, it's like, oh my, oh man, this thing is injured if it's like bleeding profusely out of that area. Huh. I didn't notice. Most of the time I end up, I, I didn't test all the new breaks because most of the time I was just trying to focus on getting back to tails and stuff to make sure I'm not, you know, as bad at monster as I think I am. Yeah, well, I already knew his tail wasn't removable just from the previous footage. So I didn't really focus on the tail, but it does break twice. It breaks off some of the spines. So... um. As far as like fighting it, it felt like, I don't know, it felt like kind of like fighting a drone. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. really super threatening. Um, didn't really have any that surprising of attacks. Yeah. It, it feels like a less annoying Ludroth to me because I hate Ludroths with the barrel rolls all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it felt, it felt kind of like that. He does barrel roll? Yeah, yeah, he barrel rolls. He just does it really slowly. Oh, okay. Well, so it's not like the lightning barrel rolls that the uh, Ludroth gets, but no. it felt like he definitely felt like you know a low level monster like the Ludroth, just because it's something that you can kind of you can kind of deal with. He does a lot of sitting around, but you know he can still hit you if you're not paying attention. To me, he's almost yeah. a better Ludroth because he has tells that last a little bit longer, so you actually know that it's a tell. Um, yeah, and like. I'm not saying Ludroth is a bad monster. I'm saying he's a bad early monster. Because I think Ludroth is a good monster if you had to fight him a little bit later. Um, I think Ludroth's tells are much shorter. So as a person who hasn't played the game before, trying to go up against him immediately is really annoying. Um, To attempt to see his face, you know, tailed up, and then he immediately rolls, uh, you almost can't get out of it sometimes. This kind of gives you the ability to read it and learn from it and go, okay, I should move now. Whereas Ludroth, it's all about, I hope I'm in the right position and I can get out of the way before he moves. Um, Which is a little bit more difficult for someone who hasn't played before. I'll I'll definitely agree with that. That was part of my problem with, uh, I think, Generations was, wasn't like the first big monster you have to fight to get out of uh, like the first uh, wall type of thing was a Blaganga to rank up. You mean free immunity? Maybe. No. I don't know. You know what talking about? Double cross? Yeah. Blaganga, yeah. Oh, it's... yeah, Generations. Um, yeah, so man, sorry. It generations. It's the online hub. First. Yeah. Urgent. Yeah. But yeah, having a first star urgent be the Blaganga was just, just annoying. <laughs> yeah, because Blingonga is scary as all hell. <laughs> like he is crazy. It hits like a truck, and a you know first star you really don't have armor, and it has no tells. Yeah, so. he just hops forward and backwards as much as he wants without any movement. He just kind of like levitates forward really quick. So I am very glad that uh, <clears throat> we have people. We have a little bit better scaling of like, oh, this is an early game monster that kind of teaches you how to play a little bit of Monster Hunter. <laughs> I do hope yeah. that we get, you know, some sort of, um, like, you, if we don't get Rajang, I hope we get something similar to him. Like, something that's crazy powerful and moves really fast like him. And I know that we're getting Odogaron, but, like, I don't know. I, I want, like, I hope we can get a Rajang that actually has good AI, I guess. 
because he's notorious okay. for not having it. <laughs> I would I would just honestly be happy if if uh, Rajang showed up. I know a lot of people hate him, but I would love if he just showed up again, it, just as an invading monster, kind of like Devil Joe. Yeah. Well, I, I am 100% on board with Devil Joe coming back. I love Oh, him. of course. <laughs> I think he's a great fight. I think he's really well done. I think he'd be absolutely terrifying looking in the new style. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I got scared by the new Diablos because I didn't I didn't know ahead of time that he would show up in a demo. So <laughs> imagine if they let him uh, Devil Joe show up with no announcement or any media saying that he's coming back. I like how we started yeah. out saying we're going to go from bottom to top, and we've immediately jumped to the top. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, okay. we're just um, we're just a little off track on that one. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Well, um, I don't know what else there really is to say about Jagras besides like his actual system that he lives in, you know, that we learned about, which is kind of cool. Um, the main thing that you really see is that um, he can swallow Aptonoth whole. There are these you know, four-legged dinosaurs that hang out, and they're notorious for being in the series. I think they've been in every single release of this series, right? I think so. Yeah. Aptonoth, yeah. Aptonoth are, yeah, they're in the opening movie. Yeah, they're, they're always, they're... like, the first guy you, like, you walk out, and they're like, hey, slay that innocent herbivore so you can have some meat. And it's, like, the first tutorial in one of the few tutorials you ever get. <laughs> um... But yeah, he can swallow them whole, and then he carries them back into the forest and spits it all up for his his babies. And you can actually fight him and smack his stomach, and he'll hurl it up on his side. And then his stomach actually goes down back to flat, which is really cool. I will say, um, this is something somebody else had pointed out. I liked that he doesn't automatically engage you right away. You can see him and just kind of like chill. If you're not actively running at him with a sword drawn... He'll just kind of go about his I business. I honestly want to just walk around and just watch him do his thing, like for the twenty minutes. I was I was <laughs> I so hoping I could just do that if I could get this demo on PC. I think you actually had to hit him for him to actually care about you. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, even if your weapon's drawn, he'll just keep going. As far as I know, at least, I think um, he gets angry if you hit the little Jagras. Yeah, if you hit the little guys or him, you know it's it's off. Of course, the little guys attack you with abandon for some mm. reason. Um, but uh, the, so one of the things like uh, with the tracking and that kind of thing, uh, they, they, they talk about how the footprints are all unique to the monsters and then the, the various like signs. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to me, it was kind of hard to distinguish between Anjanath and Jagras's footprints. They're, so I mean, they're, I has, could tell that. Oh, sorry. I mean, I could tell they're different, but they're. I mean, I'm you know blasting through the beta, trying to get things done. I'm not really taking a lot of time to sit there and look at it. But um, one thing uh, that I did notice is if you see like these deep scratches in the ground, that's typically the Jagras, and those yeah. are like the the high level scout fly thing. Like everything, like footprints, is like a little tiny amount of points towards the, the fireflies. Yeah. And then the the giant like rutting scratch um, that that is a, a bigger amount of points. I did anyone see what he did to do that? Did he just sit there and scratch the ground? I don't know. Because 
I mean, with the Baroth, you actually see him put mud on the walls. You yeah. actually see him. Yeah, yeah. with uh, Anjanath, you see him sneeze on the wall, and Rathlos yeah. jumps onto the wall and scratches at it. Yeah. So I, I, I never saw Jagras do his big mark, you know, but it's there. I've seen him. Um, but yeah, there's not really a lot to say about Jagras. Um, the regurgitating thing was something I noticed back when they, we first got footage from Gamescom. So I was, I was glad to see that still. That's a cool idea for sure. For sure. This is like, yeah, I've got food in my belly. Oh, you're hitting me. I'm going to expel it so I can actually fight you. But, uh, you know, like some real life I uh, did like, animals too. I did notice they went to uh, animals feed a lot more often. Generally, like you didn't see it happen too often. In previous games, at least I thought, like, maybe it happened every once every three or four hunts. But uh, in this one, it seemed like they definitely were wanting to go off and get actual food uh, more yeah. often than not. Yeah, even <clears> if they <throat> weren't injured. Even if you hadn't found them yet, they would sometimes just start eating. There were several times I, I walked up on Angie and he was eating something. Yeah, well, it makes sense that they would be like, okay, if we want to make this have some kind of feel like a world yeah emulating situation you say okay have it go here to eat and but instead of it just hanging out and roaming have it actually go between those things cycling between those things so it looks like it has an agenda through its day which makes sense yeah um well i mean i think that's about it for jagras yeah so um from there i would really like to talk about the the baroth um, so the Baroth is the, the the second quest, which is in the Wildspar Wastes, the, the sort of mud T-Rex. <laughs> yeah, is, it's like, I don't know. Is is he a herbivore or if he, is he a carnivore? Uh, as far as I know, he's, well, he's a, he, he must be a carnivore because he eats bugs. That's like close yeah, he, to a carnivore. <laughs> well, yeah, it's called an insectivore. Well, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure, at least he was an insectivore before. I didn't see him eat a lot in this one. He smashes uh, the uh, anthills like in the original. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Really? Okay. He eats the termites, yep. yeah. Yeah, the giant I heard people mounts. talking about him smashing the anthills. I just never saw it myself because I was just in battle mode. Um, well, yeah, but... when you're in battle and he smashes into them when he's charging you, he knocks himself over, but he can do like a... He can purposely do it, apparently. I think I've seen some shots of him doing it purposely hmm. one thing that is very noticeable is that it used to be kind of kind of wonky like oh here's a glob of mud now you're in a ball of mud run around so <laughs> you get out look at but the it, mud look at all globs, this wet mud like, it just completely encased you and has cooled and is now or has now yeah cooled hardened and you were stuck in a yeah. giant ball of, of mud but now there's these just giant wet globs of mud, which is it. far more than it actually on him. But <laughs> still, it looks cool. Yeah, um, it looks really good. And also, it's really, like, I really like the mechanic much more, especially when you're in the water, because you can walk on top of it. Right. It's very cool. So, I, I feel bad. I never actually went into that water muddy zone that the, um, the thing that eats Baroths lives in. Well, it doesn't eat him. It's on attacks with him. Yeah, the Dracidos. Yeah, I never ran yeah. into that. 
because uh, usually whenever I fought the Baroths, it was like up in you know Diablos's land. I think it's funny to know that you guys both didn't really like try to go after the other monsters. You focused on the main ones. Um, I yeah, I didn't. I focused on the main ones because I had a goal of defeating everything with every weapon. Mm. So my biggest issue um, is I was trying to jam it in, and I didn't really read about the demo as much as just you know get in yeah. it as much as possible and just get what I could out of it. Oh yeah, yeah. well then I we mean, can I, definitely I did revisit fight. those like the other monsters when we come back next time if you you know find time to fight Rathalos and Diablos. Oh yeah, this is upcoming week I'm definitely going to be hitting really. it up. Yeah. <laughs> and especially if you it's guys over go Christmas sold. weekend. Oh, I said unfortunately it's over Christmas weekend, so mm. I'm not even sure how much I can play. Oh yeah, the weekend that weekend for me is like the first family Christmas I have to go to. Where I get nothing, I just kind of hang out while my parents get drunk. Ooh. <laughs> um so on. Ba- back on the uh, the Baroth. Um <laughs> the the thing that I wanted to talk about is the 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 flukes, the the sort of spires on the top of his head. Mm-hmm. They've always been a thing, right? Like, okay, he breathes out of them in the mud. We see all that in Monster Hunter Tri's Ecology of the Baroth, mm-hmm. right? Way back in the day. He, he sits in the mud, and those sit out there, and it's like having, like, a, a cattail straw <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so you don't drown. Um, but it was really cool, like, when he goes to charge, he blows air out of those flukes. Yeah, and it makes a, a whistle noise like yeah. a train. Yes. Uh it is so cool and it's like i heard some people say like oh that's really stupid and unrealistic and i'm like i don't care if it you think so it's cool. unrealistic or not that is so cool it's like they're actually like you know acknowledging that you know, that might actually sound like something mm-hmm. coming out of there i wonder if they actually did like experiments like what would happen if you had this and you just blew into it <laughs> would that make noise like that'd be cool if they did that but I mean, well, either they way, it's said a that cool he noise. was supposed to be like a um, bulldozer, so it makes sense right. that they would focus on locomotives. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was. Yeah, his design was on a bulldozer. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I he also, does pretty much charge like that. I think it's funny how little change he was given as a monster compared to the others. You know, being brought from the older generations to this one especially compared to Rathalos. I mean, Rathalos is a completely different monster. Um, and even Diablos is fairly different, uh, but mostly with like the way it digs and stuff. Um, seeing Baroth Yeah, I mean, having, it's all just aesthetics. Yeah, seeing Baroth having almost all of his moveset and not really anything different besides his tail slapping he does in this one, um, yeah, it was cool yeah. to kind of see the OG Baroth in this new environment. Um, and speaking of that, I think it is really cool how he uh, slaps his tail, because it used to be he did this weird, like, tail whip thing, where he spun around, mm-hmm. and it looked really dumb. And now he, like, wh- slaps the ground with his tail, which is really cool. I do agree. I, I like that uh, they got rid of the whole every wyvern uh, does a turn. Does yeah, does a spin. And even then, um, uh, Rathalos doesn't double spin all the time. Sometimes he will yeah, just do a, a spin once. He looks yeah. and then he goes. Whoosh. 
I mean, he did have a tell, but it, like, you can tell he's, like, paying attention. He's not just going, I know there's people, but censor. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, Durambaros, who would know you're behind him, walk backwards, and then smash his tail down. So it is nice that they actually have to pay attention now. Mm-hmm. I mean, animals have ears, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, but like, can, do you can think you Diablos, hear... I mean, not Diablos, Durambaros was intelligent enough to be able to think, all I have to do is walk backwards because I know they're there and set myself up the exact spot where I can slap my tail left and right to yeah, hit them you, on either side. Can you tell because when something's directly behind you? <laughs> Sorry, what? I was going to say, continue you tell when something is directly behind you and exactly how far back it is? <laughs> I mean, if it's you're an animal sensor. that... He's got, he's got the, uh, the... What is it? The trunk cameras. Like on the new cars. <laughs> the, I don't know. It's, it's, the, all I'm saying is, if, if you're an animal that specifically is larger and does need to worry about that more than something else, maybe you do have a little bit you do pay attention a little bit more of things behind you. I don't know. It's a stretch. <laughs> Durambaros is a... He seems like one of those peanut-sized behemoth brains. That yeah. was... Uh, fighting a Durambaros kind of always reminded me of fighting a hippo. Yeah. You know, you're fighting well, in, in there... Smart, actually. <clears throat> yeah, but you're fighting, them in, you're fighting them in their muddy environment kind of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, um, another thing on, on Baroth we touched on is the whole mud on the walls thing. Um, sort, of, sort of just marking his territory from the Juritados, I guess. But the Juritados never really leaves the swamp. So I didn't really see uh, uh, why it was doing that. Um, it's just... I, it's not that I don't like it. It's it's cool to sort of find like the, the the trail of the monster. Um, I just didn't really see why it was rubbing up against the walls as much as as much as I could understand the other ones marking their territory because it didn't feel like Baroth really had a territory. It felt like it was more roaming than anything. Yeah, Baroth definitely roamed. Um, I think it was more supposed to be just another way to track it like yeah this monster well, yeah it's, on its, it's definitely part of the tracking mechanic for mm-hmm. sure i just i was just wondering on the justification of the mud being on the wall in certain areas yeah i don't know he is a freaking great jumper though holy, holy moly yeah yeah him and anjanath jumped so far <laughs> i wasn't expecting it and i got like surprised several different times by something just flying at me <laughs> from across yeah, the arena he, he jumps that gap that huge gap it's like holy cow he does it you know back up too you're talking about that Not hallway just, looking one right the, yeah yeah the one if like if you, if you don't use the uh flying mantle you, you gotta jump down and crawl up yeah i kept accidentally running into him there most of the time whenever i ran yeah. across him he was always there I would run across him. Um, it's kind of hard to describe the areas, but like there was an area where you kind of go under an arc, yep. and then there's like a platform in front of there. I would run into him a lot of the time there. 
or where Diablos was at, which I actually had Diablos pop up very little during that fight. It only happened like once. Hmm. Well, if you hit the birds above, you can always get them to pop up in that center zone on the desert. I mean, I was focused on fighting Baroth, so... Why weren't Not you really. fun? Why weren't you adventurous? <laughs> you want to be attacked by a giant monster? Your well, favorite? We, got, we went down and actually looked for him <laughs> specifically. Um, I knew he could pop out, and he did it once. Uh, and it freaked out my friends that were playing with me. But, um, but yeah, that's uh, we'll get into that when we talk about Diablos. But mm-hmm. um, the the fight for Baroth. Um, I think it's a little different. Um, you still have the charging a lot. Um, that's that's a thing. But he seemed to be a lot... So, like, he used to charge, I think, a lot more. Because it was, like, spin or charge kind of thing and sometimes bite. Um, he, was, he was very mobile still. But at the same time, he was actually aware of someone was near him, and he would actually take advantage of that tail slap often. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would start pounding the ground with his tail or whatever. Uh, he did that, I think, a lot more often than he used to tail spin. So, because it used to be Baroth was like constantly back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, but he wasn't that so much this time. Although he charges a lot further this time. He doesn't just like hit you and stop pretty much. He doesn't start stopping. He just keeps going. <laughs> so like if you were you know, trying to chase him down. It was trying to, sometimes hard to get to him. Because he ended up all over the place. Yeah I actually noticed how his charging. It isn't. Um, he doesn't really turn as much anymore. He almost always goes just straight. Um, yeah, which I like. I think maybe because this game will probably be low, where just low rank and high rank, they'll probably give him the ability to do his U-turn in the next rank, which is scary as all hell. Um, but overall, mm. it seemed like they kind of altered that to an extent. I do like that he has that like immediate turnaround now, but he uses like the train whistle to warn you. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So I I don't know. Did you guys have anything else to say about Baroth? Um, not really. Mostly just because we've. I I feel like there's not enough different from the original one to say that he's a different monster. I think they've kept a lot, which I'm fine with. Yeah. Um, I've he, always he liked was, him as a fight. He was another one of those of uh not gonna attack you right off the bat until you give him a reason to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I kind of don't know what he was doing. Other than going and getting in uh, termites to eat, but that was that was like that was it. Like I don't know why he was goofing around in the swamp. So <laughs> what mud. I saw of him was that he would yeah. go out into the sands getting ants, and then he would head back to the swamp and get all muddy again. Hmm. Okay. Um. That was my take on it. Um, he likes his mud. <laughs> um and. Speaking of Baroth, you know, just in general with his, like, his train whistle, I noticed that our, the next monster we're going to talk about, which is Anjanath, he had the uh, the train whistle kind of, too, almost, when he did the, um, not the nose fire blast, but the actual, when he opens his mouth and does the huge column of flame, which looks really cool. Um, mm-hmm. 
which is really funny. Uh, after seeing these betas, so me and Anjanath over time have had a very strange relationship. When I first saw him in the um, the first preview of Monster in a World, this was when I was a skeptic of the game, and I was incredibly disappointed because it was reskin of Wrath, uh, not Wrathless, Devil Joe, and he looked really dumb to me. So I was like, they literally just put on some things onto his body, and that's it. <laughs> that's like all they did. They just made him look cool, and they added stuff to him. Um, My first now question that I've is, seen, why is he pink? <laughs> yeah. Well, what I was thinking he about was, was he's supposed to be like a vulture. Yeah. Because he's yeah. got like, no, he doesn't have the feathers on his head. Um, but I really liked it after a while because I just noticed how when you start fighting him, he's the T-Rex. And then he just gets all this weird shit on his body. And it's just really funny. <laughs> he's got these huge wings. He's got this big giant nostril thing that he's flaring flames out of out of nowhere. Um, and it's not what you're expecting at all when you first run into him. It's it's very yeah. funny. He, it, I think the point is that he looks very normal, but after you, the after you get into the fight and after he goes into rage mode, he's just a completely crazy monster. Yeah, I do like that he he looks more. I don't want to say realistic for a monster, but he looks very similar to how like people are depicting dinosaurs now, where it's like, oh yeah, dinosaurs may have been actually kind of goofy. Yeah, but then he's also got. <laughs> crazy nostril flames and giant wings that just pop out of his back. I also like that they changed the way his wings look now. Um, before the the commercials and stuff that we saw, there were like two half-circle fans that just kind of pop straight up out of his back. And now they kind of look like sails that flare up, which is really cool. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Like, they altered it over time, which I like. Um, yeah, so I I wonder if if um, from an ecological standpoint, if those are like vestigial arm wings, mm-hmm. like the brute. But you would think his arms would have been that. But yeah, I don't know. Because um, not a lot of uh, monsters have like dorsal fins and that kind of stuff and that's basically what those are it's just mm-hmm. dorsal fins just a dual dorsal spine thing and yeah like it's weird and it's kind of weird like when he uses them too because it kind of almost like he uses them to sort of move faster so like when he does that that sort of um lunge with his mouth and then sort of like drags himself along the ground is when that really pops up. Yeah, where he rips into the ground. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, oh, he's using those sails to go further? Like, I, I don't... <laughs> it's cool, he's sailing but like, I don't... It's yeah, one of those like, ones I'm gonna... I'm gonna probably... Rec- uh, when the beta comes around or when the full game comes out, I'm gonna watch a lot of the monsters. Like, I'll specifically try, like throw on a stealth mantle or yeah, just engage that, them I'm and so dodge around. But I'll record myself. That way I can go back and rewatch and be like, okay, what exactly is he doing? What's exactly the movements that's going on here? Like, I I think there's two, like, um, ideas I have about his, his sail wing things. And one of them, I didn't think of, you know, gliding or moving faster. I thought more of either he uses them like i think the spinosaurus the actual dinosaur didn't they use that like a almost like a solar panel for energy 
They had their giant uh, feet. That's one theory, yeah. Yeah, and then um, the other thing I was thinking was it, it was just a big intimidation thing. He just flares up. Yeah, to, make himself look bigger. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it could just be but it's if supposed that was... to be um, like it's evolution and he's in the middle, so he's all weird, but I don't know. I felt like if it was a, an intimidation factor, he you would see those pop up when he encounters with all mm-hmm. But you don't really. Yeah. He just sort of starts roaring. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe he's on his way to evolving into an elder dragon. Because he's mm-hmm. ha- going to have four legs and, a, and two wings. Maybe. Uh, I mean, he looks stupid, but he'd be an elder dragon. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, one thing I, that that I noticed is, as far as like monsters that have like some sort of breath attack or you know like fire or whatever element, um, he used it very sparingly compared to most others. Yeah, the, the sort of nose flames, like it was. He had to be, he had to be enraged, I think, and it wasn't like all the time. Like, Rathalos is, is known for spamming fireballs. Rathi and even Kutku would, you know, eventually start just spamming fire in his yeah. own unique... Anjaneth definitely, like, builds it up. gardening way. Yeah, he, he definitely, like, it's reserved how much he uses it, mm-hmm. which... It was kind of is kind of different. So, like, it, it was almost to the point where it sort of lulled you into a sense of security, like, he's never going to do it, so why mm-hmm. would I... And then he does it, and you're like, crap, that hurt, or, you know, <laughs> get out of the way, get out of the way. Um, I think one, I, it was very rare for me to um, cart in the demo, but I think when I did, it was to Anjanath's flames a lot of the time. Yeah, I think his, um, the one giant column of flame he has coming out of his mouth, I think that insta-kills. Really? I think so. Huh. Or I might be thinking of Rathalos as new. I know there was a flyer, there was a fire attack that would one shot people. I mean, I know we don't really have a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We don't have great armor. Yeah. We also, <laughs> I also don't know like what their fire defense was when it happened. Yeah. Yep. Um. So, I mean, Anjanath is is. It's kind of interesting because you would think that a T-Rex of all things would kind of be the apex predator around, but mm. it's not. Um, he's just sort of like, I, I'm king of the jungle down here, yeah. but if I go up there, I'm going to get my butt kicked. <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of interesting to see that they sort of like have these overlapping biomes because you could get, um, you know, a Jagras, an Anjanath, and a Rathalos in the same map. Mm-hmm. And you would notice, like, Rathalos would not come down unless, you know, you were actively fighting him or you knocked him down from the nest or that kind of thing. Um, I actually only saw Rathalos a few times, um, but um, you can see him flying around above you mm-hmm. if you look up, which that was kind of cool to see. Like, oh, he's hunting and he doesn't care about us down here. I had him show up a couple of times. Um, one thing I liked is that the whole when they start fighting and he picks up the Anginath and throws him down. When mm-hmm. I, My initial impression was uh, 
Oh, that's going to be scripted for this, like a very specific area and a very specific timing. And it's not, it's barely going to happen. No, it can happen like anywhere. And even where he throws them isn't guaranteed to happen. There was a cool video somebody posted where there's, you know, where the Rathlos's nest is. There's a really, really deep hole. And there's like a little spiral ramp around it. That's how you get up there. But the the Rathalos picks up the Angioneth and actually chucks him down the huge hole <laughs> all the way to the bottom. <laughs> like, get off my, get, get, it, get off my get nest. Get out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It's like, uh, oh, okay. I, yeah, I like, uh, I like how the Rathalos, when he pins you down, um, there is, there is one area. I, I don't know if it's that area. That there is, um, there's a place that he usually flies to underneath his main nest. Um, where you can slide down to from his nest, and yeah. he if he gra- if he pins you there, he almost always always when uh, when he pins you, he will grab you and throw you, and he almost always in that area will throw you down into the hole. Like he'll turn around and throw you into the hole, because sometimes if he's facing that way, he will just flip and throw you down the hole. If he's facing the other way, he will turn around and throw you into the hole. I don't know why, but he always does it. It's really funny. Yeah, I was gonna say there was a video. Someone was up the top. He threw Anjanath down the hole. Then he picked up the hunter and then threw the hunter down the hole. <laughs> and he was like, "No, this is my house. Everyone, get out!" Like it was a it was a pretty funny That's awesome. video. Get out. That includes um, you. <laughs> uh, it's important to note that when Rathalos picks you up and throws you, it's not like, "Oh, I'm just gonna chuck you just like half heartedly and just sort of toss you aside like I'm tossing like a." piece of paper in a trash can yeah he throws he you at flies like a... up into the air and does a like a backflip and just like speed towards the ground and just slams you down yeah like, it is crazy fast because i was when i first saw it i was waiting for it to be like he would kind of like throw you more horizontal like you'd glide through the air and smack into the ground but he actually flips mm-hmm. and kind of tries to like throw you diagonally like sharp diagonal forward into the ground um it's yeah. a shame it doesn't do damage to you i kind of wish it did um, one thing I wanted to note is, and it, it, this was less between the Rathlos because Rathlos didn't interfere too much. But uh, whenever they saw like, whenever they were showing off like the monster fights of like, oh yeah, we can take advantage of this to do lots of di-, you know the really kind of cheesy audio. Um, in reality, when you're when they start fighting, it's kind of scary. You're kind of like, I don't really want to get in there between those two because get hurt. <laughs> yeah, does you can Rath- straight up get hurt. They will mess you up there. Oh yeah. yeah, like you can get hit by like just cleave, you know, being cleaved by the monsters and stuff. So mm-hmm. oftentimes so, like, when like the I keep forgetting the iguana's name when the, the iguana and Angie, yeah, whenever Jagras and Angie would start fighting each other, especially in a tight corridor, I just kind of back up a little bit and watch. <laughs> going in just was a way to get just beaten around badly. Yeah, so the first couple times that Anjanath started fighting uh, Jagras, um, you know, he always he always tends to sort of just start beating the crap out of Jagras. Like, I never saw a point where Jagras was feeling froggy enough to do something to Anjanath. It was most of the time like, oh, you're here, get away, I'm busy. And then he <laughs> would just start, uh, he would just, like, slam him, like, you know, beat the crap out of him, essentially. So the first couple times it happened, we backed off because we were just watching. Um, so I'm talking about this is me and my 
two OG Hunter friends that, you know, from back in the Monster Hunter 1 days, um, we were all like, wow, that is really cool. And we were talking about it and stuff. But the third or fourth time that it happened between Anjanath and uh, Jagras, um, we decided that, okay, let's just take advantage of this and start attacking. Uh, I didn't get hit because I was focusing, uh, I was on the longsword and I was focusing the tail. So I was behind him. But the other guys were in the front. Um, and now, like, I don't know why they didn't think they wouldn't get hit. Because I was like, no, you're probably going to get hit being up there. Try to stay off to the side or something. Um, we actually got a double cart. Because uh, the way that Anjanath slams Jagras on the ground. It was like left, right, left, right. And then, like, center a couple times. It's just like wherever. It's like feels like super random. <laughs> it's violent and quick and he, they got hit with the Jagras um, both of them did and they weren't really paying attention to their health and they got carted <laughs> so I was like great that was fun <laughs> I was like, and I kept thinking we were always one, one card away you actually had six cards in the demo you had nine oh well, maybe that's after three and, I've seen, but, and I yeah. saw people on streams lose all nine against Diablos like newer teams trying to go against him. No. People dropped like flies against him. It was great. Yeah, we, uh, I guess we'll just, uh, move on from Anjanath and just talk about Rathalos just a little bit more. Yeah. Um, Rathalos, he seems like, he seems like he's like a very, I don't know, like a lot of the stuff that I saw, I, I mean, I fought him myself. Um, a couple times I didn't kill him because I, I I just had this idea that the Apex ones, since we're not meant to fight them per se, I was like, yeah, I'm not I'm not in a four man or when I'm by myself I didn't really feel like soloing them but like that foe is a little above me hmm. or above that I care to try so, but I did I fought him just to, just to do it um, but they're, with all this is like scary now yeah. So like, <laughs> it used to be like, okay, it's Rathalos. I know how Rathalos is. Yeah. But I'm getting like the Monster Hunter 1 vibes. Like, Monster Hunter 1, they build up Rathalos because it's not. Rathalos was like the original Devil Joe. Rathalos would just show up. And you're like, I'm trying to carry eggs. Go away. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, or, um, I think he even showed up like on like one of the gathering quests. It's like, I need 10 unique mushrooms. And it's like, Oh, okay, what's that? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Rathalos used to sort of be like the like the big like, oh no, we are not ready for him. And I felt like it's definitely back to that before Rathalos. Like Rathalos is intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um him flying around, that kind of stuff. Of course, you know, we've seen several people kill him in videos now. I mean Eric's has put up like I guess today he's talking about or tomorrow he's gonna be putting up a, a naked run. Hmm. of killing Rathalos. If you watched his video today, he talked about it. But it's just like, it was just like, I don't know, like, it didn't feel like it was very safe at all to to really take him down. So I didn't. Um, I just, you know, messed around with him to see what he was like. I mean, his fire is like so far reaching now. And like, when he hits the ground, like I mentioned earlier, it's like, it's crazy good looking, but at the same yeah. time, it's very dangerous. Like I've seen a lot of people on stream just die from that. Yeah. Um, One thing I, that I'm I, really excited I saw about clips afterwards, but yeah. 
One thing I'm really excited about is one of the moves that he has now is he has his in-air nuke. Yes. And I'm really excited about that because that means we won't be getting all the copies of Rathalos back. Because there's no point. That was the, the first thing. The flying whoosh thing that he does where he kind of does a sweep of fire. I've seen so many yeah. people die to that single move. Yeah. <laughs> Now, what makes you think the, the you talk about the subspecies? Yeah, I don't think the subspecies will come back because Silver's main thing was that he had the in-air nuke. That was his cool thing. And now that Rathalos has the in-air nuke as the normal low-rank Rathalos, there's no need for it. Yeah, I mean, the the there was a leak, and the leak uh, at least had a zero Rathalos. Ugh. I don't want yeah, to I mean, do... had a lot of the subspecies for the existing monsters. I want cool subspecies. I don't want the boring ones. I want the color-coded ones. I want I want oh. Tiger Stripe versus normal Zamtrios or like I I just don't want Tiger Stripe back cuz I don't want to die every I, single time. Oh my time god, he's so hard to fight. He's great. He's such a good monster. That's why I liked fighting him, though. He was problem. such a step above Zamtrios. That was why he was so crazy. I liked Zamtrios a lot. Oh, no, I love Zamtrios, too. But the fact that he was so different was what was so great yeah. about him. Um, what I was going to say is, uh, aside from, you know, the, not really fighting him too much, it was pretty easy to tell, like, this is, this is leaps above what... Rothalos acts and moves like they really mm -hmm. they really overhauled him. Yeah. Where it's kind of weird that Baroth doesn't really wasn't really that overhauled, but then again, I don't think Baroth really needed to be that changed. Yeah, um, he's in such a flat area and he charges just like he needs to. There's not really much that you need to do. Right. Um So I don't I don't know. I didn't have a lot more to say. I I'm glad he flies still. Yes. <laughs> a lot. It is cool seeing him fly away too, like because he takes advantage of the highs and lows, and yeah, right. There's no more world tour Rathlos in the sense of he just kind of goes up in the air and circles around for no reason. He actually goes yeah. places, and I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's intentional. It's cool. Um, it I, it's it's funny how much the uh, semi open world thing has gotten to me. To like to actually watch Rathlos fly away. Instead of he flies straight up, you look at a circle, you see it turn, it moves in a certain direction, and you follow it. You actually see the Rathalos fly somewhere else, or he flies up to your area. It's mm. really cool. I think that is the thing I do like about no more loading zones and no more, uh, and having these tracking flies is, you know, yeah. previously when a flying wherever wanted to bail, it's like, all right, everybody, look at the ground, stare at which way the shadow went, and then open the map and hope you guess right. Stand in the middle of the shadow and then <laughs> click the lock on button as it moves away, and you'll know which direction he's moving. And now it's actually like, okay, where could he have gone? And you can use tracking flies, and it just feels a lot less video gamey and more like, oh, it's an actual monster, and just, just like, like they said, it's the it's the um, the monster hunter they've always wanted to make. And I believe it. It always. I, I think I'm happy too because it's the monster that finally looks like the cutscenes. Mm. That's really cool, actually. I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good point. Um, so uh, I guess from there we didn't have much else to say about Rathalos. Uh, I think 
Well, I think overall, next... well, I, I was wondering, does anyone know if he would automatically come back to the nest after you broke an egg? Did anyone ever test that? I, I don't. I'm going to test it now. <laughs> yeah. This, I'm going to. I'm hoping this... you can still, like, kind of impersonate the the mini game because you do have the eggs in his nest up there. How do you drop an egg now? Because you can't just roll with it anymore, though. It probably tells you. Because that's that's how I always summoned a Rathlos was, you know, pick up an egg, roll, pick up an egg, I mean, roll, pick up an egg, roll. It has all those buttons. You can probably just, like, crouch and drop it, or there's probably Yeah, there's probably buttons. a button. Yeah, it probably tells you the or... prompt, too. You could probably, if they didn't do that, I bet you could go into your inventory and just discard it out of your inventory. Or you could gesture. It does appear in your or unsheath what your weapon, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. That would probably be a good way. Maybe, okay. dro- maybe dropping from the uh, the ledge. Or, you know, you could put down some bombs. <laughs> they the do flood. give you a lot of bombs. Put down some bombs. Hey, if you put down the two two of the uh, small uh, bombs that set themselves off, the small barrel bombs, in front of the uh, the, the uh, dam, it will actually blow up the dam. Really? So if you set them down, really, yeah. So if you set them down really quick, run down to the nest, grab an egg, then just let yourself get into the flood a little bit. I'm willing to bet that you'll drop the egg in the flood, get out of it quick enough that you're not stuck in there, like in the water, and then you can okay. just wait there and see if the Rathalos comes. I actually wanted to ask. I don't know if anybody's seen a video of it, and I know it's not really related to Rathalos directly. If you break that dam and all the water floods out, can you just stand there and watch all the water go away, or will it just continually flood until you get washed down it? No, it goes away. There's a whole oh. area you can run back into. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but it's you like I uh, when I watched Social Dissonance when he was speed running the triple solo. Yeah. Um, where he was killing the Anjanath and the Dragoras and Rathalos with whatever weapons he could. Um, he would always run into the area. He'd go through that camp where you could run across like the treetops to the Rathalos directly. Yeah. And he would mm-hmm. set down two small barrel bombs, which is why I knew that that worked. And he would jump off the cliff and wait for the Rathalos to slam down next to him where he could start attacking him. Um, and it was really funny because you can run in and even though the Diablos will always notice you automatically when you're in his little area, the Rathalos doesn't. He'll be, like, sitting there licking his wings, and you could explode the dam, run away, and he'll just sit there waiting for it. And hmm. the water hits him, and he freaks out, and then he flops off the edge. <laughs> hmm. Which, um, that might be just, like, a glitch. They might change that later. Speaking of which, that <laughs> Diablos nest. Oh. <laughs> it's really cool. I like it. Um. So, I was going to say... If- we're done with Rathalos. I'd like to talk about the Geritatus. Gerotidos. Uh, however you say it. <laughs> Anyways, um, the... Not Levizioth. <laughs> yeah, mud Mudfish is what we called him. He was actually the first thing I killed online with, with people. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Um, because we were we didn't know where Baroth... I hadn't fought Baroth yet. So we didn't know where he was going to spawn. We didn't know where he was going to be hanging around. So just sort of like following just, I don't know, random directions. We just, uh, I ended up in sort of like the, the, the waterfall area. So I was running down the waterfalls. Um, and then he was down there and I started fighting him and uh, a couple of my other friends joined in and we actually killed him with like three minutes to spare. Hmm. Um, there was three of us 
and you know we were all just goofing around having fun with it um but jared Tadas is like he's really weird uh <laughs> because it's like it, it's not it's not like he the plesiath has always been or the the um cephedrome you know the sort of piscean wyverns uh they've always had this sort of awkwardness on land but because mm-hmm. because jury is like swimming through the mud constantly he's got this like insane amount of mobility it's mm-hmm. like fighting the catfish really hmm. it's it's the when the catfish were underwater yeah and uh, in, in 3u and of course they're back in this game too um which they're jerks oh yeah i've they heard that they attack you when you. you're fishing yeah they'll just attack you in general not just <laughs> when you're fishing <laughs> um uh but the you know jerry Tadis is like he's like uh very mobile in the mud and that kind of stuff and he leaves those like mud trails when he's moving through so he actually changes the environment a bit as he's moving through it and stuff. yeah and you can and yeah, again you can run over the mud so you can actually walk kind of above the water which is really cool yeah yeah and you come out a little bit and you go a little faster yep so it's a fun fight i'm not sure i'm not really sure like why him and baroth have such a rivalry other than maybe it's a territorial thing like he's like get out of here yeah um but the interaction between Baroth and, and Juritatis is really weird because, like, you you would think that once in a while that that uh, Mudfish would win that encounter. It just always ends up being that sort of weird pseudo stalemate like, where he almost bites Baroth's neck and Baroth throws him off. Like, yeah. uh, we had Baroth limping and exhausted, and he still threw threw Jury <laughs> off. And it was like, oh man, I, I kind of kill I it. kind of hope that there is a different. Um, and there may not be. I I wouldn't be surprised if not every single monster matchup had a turf war. Like, that would be fine. But like, I hope that there is something for when you get Chirotados enough on land, like away from the water, that he might have a different mm-hmm. interaction with Baroth, where Baroth will just ruin him. Like maybe he just charges mm-hmm. him and knocks him over. Um, no, that does happen. Oh, it does it already happens. So um, if if uh, Jury is like in the way. Baroth will hit the jury with his head, and it actually flops him over. <laughs> it actually knocks him prone and stuff. That's, That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, um, we saw that happen once where uh, it, it was preoccupied with one of my friends, and Baroth decided to switch targets to that friend also, and jury was in the way, and he just like shovel shoveled his head up and knocked him over, just like completely flipped him. And it was like, wow, that is hmm. crazy good. That's cool. I unfortunately never got to see the mudfish because I just, I never went into that area. But yeah, after seeing yeah, all the it, videos on it, on, you know, the Reddit stuff, I'm like, oh, okay, now I see it. Hmm. That, that interaction is violent too. It's really um, cool. When it, when it happens. So like, um, I like personally, I'd seen it all, you know, the videos beforehand, but actually seeing it in the demo was like way different. Um, like when you're actually playing, I it was just because it's in a game, it's different when you're watching it playing. But to me, it was like, yeah, I know what this is going to be. So you see Baroth start looking around, and it's like, okay, I know it's here. It, 
it went underground and it's sort of watching out for him. And then he just like erupts out of the ground and knocks Baroth over. And you're like, mm-hmm. wow, that was sudden and powerful. And he starts, you know, snaking around him. Oh, it's and so you're cool. like, it's so fast. It feels so much faster when you're actually playing. Cause you're like, um, what? Uh, that was frighteningly sudden. And oh, I want to play it so bad. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun to see that that interaction, but I mean, aside from that, like, didn't really fight him too much. Just that mm-hmm. one time I took him down, uh, I saw him a lot, and we would hit him if you know Baroth was not around. But we would eventually just focus on the Baroth, um, just because we we were concerned about not finishing in time. Just because, again, uh, the, the players that I was playing with. You know, they haven't played in a long time. They're not bad. They're just not used to it. So, you know, they're not they're not going to have <laughs> enough time to do a triple hunt like I saw people do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or double hunt, even. So, um, did you have anything else to say about it? Or Oh, oh. Um, I was going to say that I'm really excited about... Um... Like, I have a few issues with Jerotodos overall, just because I think his moveset isn't really that scary. It's not very dangerous, but I think he's low level. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, the fact that we are going to have Lavasioth and him is actually more okay because of the fact that he is so unique. Um, I'm happy that they gave him the ability to be like underwater, even though you're mm-hmm. fighting him above water. Um, and I, I, I'm, I don't know, I, I'm interested in seeing maybe more Leviathans in this game than I previously expected. Hmm. Okay. I mean, do you mean to say Leviathans or Piscine? Uh, Piscine and Leviathans in general, now that we know that there might be some pseudo underwater stuff. Okay. Like maybe Laggy could come back. I don't know. I would. I would love for Laggy to come back. I would He's one too. Of my but favorites. he was so anime when he was actually good. I'm not sure that I'm not sure they're gonna do it. <laughs> well, I mean, um, Toby is lightning element, and it's pseudo believable because you can tell it's like friction and that kind of stuff, static electricity. But still, that's still pretty far fetched. It would not generate that much electricity. So I could see, I could see some of the more fantastical monsters still being there. Which uh, is Toby? Toby is going to show up in um, the the Ancient forest, forest, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's actually the one I'm probably most interested in. I know we're not. That's not the point of it because we're talking about the beta, but just the fact that I want to see what his interactions with the other monsters are. Yeah, we, I don't think we've seen that. I think I've only ever seen solo. I've never even seen him interact with Thalos, even though he's up in that area sometimes that where Thalos would go around. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, So, uh, an easy transition still in the Wildspire Waste is Diablos. Um, (laughs) And Diablos, as many people know, is my favorite monster. So I definitely checked out Diablos when I could. I did not kill him uh, because, again, I was focusing on finishing, uh, you know, the fights instead of uh, exploring around um, because I 
wanted to kill everything with every weapon. Um, so, but Diablos was a lot more scary. Um, so he's roughly the same size he used to be. He used to be, which is always kind of big. Um, but his horn proportions are almost feel a bit bigger now. So you're like, oh gosh, and they you still just bounce. Like, I mean, granted, we only had green sharpness on any weapon, but yeah, that was where it was like, if you're going to attack the face, you're just you just got to accept you're going to bounce. Yeah, unless you're using hammer or, or switch you're using axe. gun lance or switch axe. Yeah. So basically, anything it has essentially mine's no bounce. stuff. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yes, I managed to kill him once. Nice. Oh yeah, I saw many more people killing him than Rathalos just because he doesn't fly around the whole time. Yeah, but he was scary the first time. The whole him showing up randomly, the whole ground exploding underneath him and leaving that really cool crater. It mm-hmm. was it was awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I will say um, I'm really happy about what they did with him erupting out of the ground. Now, it it his animation of him like blasting out of the ground and then just climbing up out it looks so much better now um yeah just visually um have you did you guys ever see him when he blasts out of the walls there's no area, i didn't get to see that yeah there's an area underground where that he can be in and it's got these um giant sand waterfalls on the side and what he'll do is he'll climb into the walls and then come out of the ground somewhere else like he'll smash him hmm. out of the ground after like he'll charge at you and then he'll just climb into the wall like he'll just burrow into the wall as he's running and then he'll Hmm. go underground and erupt under you wherever he can um Hmm. or he will dive underground and he'll actually cross over to the other side into one of those waterfalls and then blast out of the walls almost like uh you know how black diablos will jump out of the ground and go really far Yeah. yeah that's what he does he blasts out of the ground and then he like does the whole thing where he throws his horns down and then throws them back up as he's running. It's amazing. Hmm. Yeah, it looks really, really cool. Hmm. I am happy that uh, Diablo still has the loudest roar in existence, though. Mm. I'm <laughs> happy he still has his roar, which uh, Rathalos doesn't, unfortunately. Really? I didn't notice that. I didn't, I didn't hear a lot of the roars. Um, a Baroth's is a little bit different, but it's still pretty good. It's still it's same, but slightly changed. I would say. Um, has a actually... Cantors. Well, <laughs> well, I didn't hear a lot of the roars. Um, only well, partially because you know a lot of the time when I was playing, the girls were up, and I didn't have the. TV you were listening up. to them, and you thought it was just them making noises. No, just, um, <laughs> I just didn't have it up very loud because it would just bother them or something um but aside from that um there's actually a setting that uh i was made aware of on the sub afterwards that there there's there's a noise setting called narrow which sort of like uh um cuts out the higher range sounds which affects a lot of the roars oh really so yeah, so uh, in the beta settings, I'm going to have to set it to wide or, you know, standard or whatever um, to actually hear the roars better. So, like, yeah. it, it, 
I was not kind of, I was very unimpressed with the roars. You know, it's always been a thing. Like, the roars are unique to the monsters. They're really cool sounding a lot of the time. Like, you know, it's like an identity to it. And it was just like, they're very muted to me. But I figured out, you know, just going on the sub and looking at stuff, it was actually just a setting that was on by default in the the beta. Hmm. Well, I agree. I think they're not as impactful anymore purely because the visual of the roar is a little bit different now before you had that kind of like echoing sphere around them that you saw visually and now you don't yeah. get that your guy just goes and that's about all you yeah. see and that's kind of disappointing to me I actually am kind of unhappy that they removed that because I think it looks really cool especially Zenogre when he does his not that I yeah. think we're going to get him back but keep keep your fingers crossed, though. I I am. They're <laughs> taped, um, but I don't know. I'm just not it, it, sure that they're gonna bring that back. And it's one of my favorite visuals that the games have had. Uh, it's definitely along the lines of um, what I had problems with the charge blade. Mm-hmm. Like the charge blade part of it was a visual design for me, and they took a lot of that out. Yeah, to make it more realistic and. Um, I think I've talked about this, if not on Hunter's Hub, but the previous podcast at least, that Realism and I are not friends in video games. Hmm. Yeah, no. Um, you have a very large, wide, uncanny valley. Well, it's not the. It's not really an uncanny valley. It's just like a lot of times game designers will be like, oh, this is the realistic thing and it's fun. And I'm like, no, it's, it's no longer fun okay, yeah. when you do stuff like that. So um, the biggest example that I've always had is I played a lot of Battlefield Bad Company 2 mm-hmm. um, back on the PS3. I think it's actually my first Platinum trophy. So I played a lot of it. Hmm. Um, and one of the maps was this uh, desert that had like a, a wrecked ship in it, like an ocean liner. Mm-hmm. Um, and the desert would eventually kick up a sandstorm. And yep. it was like, oh that's so cool a lot of people were like no and it was like no because now everyone that has a thermal scope is just going to kill me mm-hmm. and i don't like using thermal so like it, it was like literally i can't see like I, this game is no longer fun because i cannot see so stuff like uh. that it's just like uh yeah that's not fun <laughs> i don't i get what you're going for for realism but don't <laughs> i'll agree in that so, like uh if it's in monster Hunter because it, it stops people from just doing it like crazy, but most games I do not enjoy when they put, like, stamina bars in for running. It's like, no, just just let me run. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to go faster for a reason. Especially Legend of Zelda. I'm sorry, but it, it's true. <laughs> it's actually one of the most annoying things in Skyward Sword oh. and in Breath of the Wild. I actually didn't mind. I never played Skyward Sword that much. Um, but Breath of the Wild, I didn't mind the stamina bar that much. I'm happy um, they gave you enough upgrades for it. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's useful, but then it's still Climbing Simulator 2000, and it still doesn't matter. I, uh, I mean, if you choose to go that route, you can always not climb. There's, there's <laughs> one like, that I want. How do you get to the part where you can glide for like five seconds? Come on, man. There was one I wanted to point out, and this is something my uh, roommate's experiences because he's playing through right now. Uh, there's, it's a zombie game, Dying Light. It's all about running from zombies and parkour. It's, it encourages you oh, yeah. not not to fight the zombies. It's a great game. Right. You have to have a button to start running. 
in a game about running from zombies. And there's no way to turn on auto run. So every time you have stamina, uh, no, that's the thing is you can run for eternity, but you have to make sure every time you land, you push the button to start running. And I think that's, yeah, sure. It's realistic of, oh, I have to start running, but at the same time, like really awkward for a game that's so pinpoint. If your game is about running and jumping, why would you make me have to specifically start running instead of just leisurely walking around Mm -hmm. a zombie apocalypse? You leisurely walk, you don't jog. I mean, it's 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 a really lazy jog. Like that's the weird. person who's like, "Let's go for a jog," and the person's kind of pretending to jog. Yeah, that's the type <laughs> of jog. <laughs> wow, that's that's weird. Yeah, I like I never ended up playing that game, but it's always been something that was kind of like on my wish list of games. And so, that was exactly why it was because of not because you had to push a button to run, but because it was the mix of parkour in a first-person game was very unique. And also zombies, so it was cool. <laughs> so that's one of the reasons why uh, in Monster Hunter, like, a lot of people are really upset about the option to have auto sheath on. And everybody's like, a lot of people were, like, freaking out about it. I'm kind of okay with having auto sheath turned on. Because really you, ha- you have to move quite a bit now. So, and there's no, in heavy bow gun and gun lances, sheathing and unsheathing animations are not mm-hmm. nearly as long as they used to be. Also, so. the fact that you can flow, like, you have your weapon out, I need to take a potion, you can, like, if you have the setting where you have to click R3, you click R3, you flick, like, top left, you'll get a max, or a mega potion. Um, you click R3 again, you'll take the mega potion, but what you do is you immediately sheath and then start drinking it. Like, it all flows together, automatically. And that's really useful, and that's why I like it. Mm-hmm. Um... I honestly I didn't think there was too much to say excuse me about Diablos in general besides the fact uh, that you know he still goes out and he gets his cactus he I like his, his lair area I liked how he he's shows got, up he's got a good lair he looks far more intimidating yeah if you're uh, chilling he changed up his proportions enough that it's just like holy cow he, he looks huge, very menacing yeah. he looks very um, big even though he's the same size he's hard to gun I don't like the smaller frail still mm. just the small nitpick but yeah, I'm excited to actually fight him and not just like mess around and fight him. Yeah, have you I guys think we seen, fought him for five minutes? Have you guys seen his turf war against Baroth? His animation. I saw a cutscene with it. Um, okay. I haven't seen it yet. I because the the one time it happened with me was, uh, me and Baroth were fighting in that desert area above his lair, and then yeah. he exploded out of the ground. You know, caused the big sinkhole and everything like that. And I kind of lost track of where the Baroth went because I was busy panicking about about Diablos. <laughs> but basically, he pops out of the ground with Baroth between his horns, right? Oh, uh, that's the that's the cutscene that they've shown. Um, I'm talking about there. Yeah. So the turf war, it's it's a score that you get whenever you have two monsters that fight each other, like when Rathalos picks yeah, up Angelath. Um, so what yeah, happens is they look at each other and they charge at each other and. Uh, Diablos wins and does like a thousand damage if you're playing multiplayer. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. He, they well, both yeah, look yeah, at each one, other, you know. charge straight forward, and, and Diablos just bowls him over and knocks him on his side. Hmm. It's great. Yeah, it makes me wonder why Baroth would do that. Because Baroth has smaller. a big fat head and he's got a little brain. Yeah. 
I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I buy this little brain stuff because little the the dinosaurs with the smaller brains were the herbivores, not the carnivores. I will say this: it's not like. Uh, well, I mean, they they if they live in the same area, it probably knows that Diablos just eats plants. So it's like, well, it's not going to eat me. The worst I can do is lose this fight and have to walk away. You know. Yeah, maybe. But you would think that, you know, that's happened enough in Baroth's life that it would know not to do that. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's not like... I don't know. There's a good it's, quote it's, that's uh, never attribute to malice what can be attributed to stupidity. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. Maybe this time I'll win. No, no. <laughs> no. So another thing I wanted to talk about in general was the actual areas themselves. And, like... Mm-hmm just the new stuff that's been put into them um, because you don't really notice all the tiny little details around the areas until you go through them and explore them um, like it wasn't until I saw some streams that I heard about this thing called bright moss which you can yep. pick up put in your slinger and not only can you shoot it into walls and dimly lit areas to light them up because um, it, it like splats against a wall wherever you shoot it you can also shoot yeah. a Rathlos in the face, and it basically acts like a really secluded, or, you know, really uh, specifically... Targeted. It really targeted, yeah. that's what it is. Really targeted flash fly on his face, um, and it'll blind him and knock him out of the sky. And that's insanely cool. I like the little animals of the area. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I love the fireflies, I love the paratoads, and the little... Uh, it was a sleepy mushroom? I can't remember. But I yeah. remember the paratoad, I'm not sure. I remember the dung beetle. I didn't see the dung beetle. He's he's somewhere uh, in the dunes, I think. The wild spire. So, in the wild spire waste, the, 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 basically the hall that has that dip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, so, he there's typically a dung beetle somewhere in that hall or around that smaller area that has the ledge and the central column thing that Baroth normally knocks down. Oh, where the Grimalkins um, can help you? Yeah, yeah, where the where the black cat, the fluffy back black cats are. <laughs> um, um, there's typically a dung beetle rolling something around there. You can kick the dung beetle and actually take the dung. Really? That's really? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was. it's a cool uh, animation. Like, he actually kicks the beetle. That's like, yeah, funny. <laughs> and he just takes the dung. I did that just to see what would happen. Yeah. Um, um, another thing that I'm really happy about is the uh, the hook beetles or whatever, the ones that you can sling mm-hmm. off. Because the slinger can be used as like a grappling hook, right? And yeah, in special places. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't really notice until people started looking for them how many there really are, like how mm-hmm. diverse yeah. throughout the areas they are. Um, like below the nest of Rathalos where the flood goes down to. You can actually climb like halfway up to an area that helps you get back there um, by using that slinger. You can like go up two or three, throw yourself into a little cove, and then you can climb up and around to a certain area that helps you up into the trees near where he is. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then there's um where Gerotidos is. You know the... Well, you might not know Lobo, but where he is, he starts at the bottom of the lake swampy area. And if you want to get yeah, out of yeah, that area... Yeah, there's overhanging trees. Yeah, yeah, there's two or three, and you can make your way up all the way around by just slinging back and forth between them. 
Did you yeah. uh, did you try the capture net thing? I did. I I like the fact that not only can you use the fireflies and the paratoads and whatever the sleep puff was, uh, you know you can hit them in combat to use them. Which I love the fact that the paratoad doesn't discriminate who it hits. Mm-hmm. But you right. can capture all those with your net launcher thing as well. You can catch a paratoad. Yeah. Ooh. I was just like, boink, because cool. I, I was like, this isn't going to work. And I grabbed it and I took it and I'm like, oh, I, it, it's mine now. All right, cool. <laughs> so I'm not sure what's going to be used for crafting later on. Probably a weapon yeah. or um, really cool. um, some consumables or something. But I will say that that net has a far shorter range than I expected. Mm. Um, It'd be sneaky. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like got like a ten foot range. Like it's not far at all. Yeah, well, it's and weird. it has a weird sharp drop. Too. Yeah, it's weird because it has like a square reticle in the center of your screen, and it's like this is completely accurate if you're looking at it really close to you. <laughs> at least yeah. most things I noticed when I tried to catch them didn't run off. So yeah, you know the range isn't too much of a problem. I think. But it would and be nice to have a little fish bit more. with it. I didn't try the fish out actually. I didn't even try fishing in general out at you all. Can catch like four small fish at a time with it. It's great. Huh. Fishing. Uh, one of is the much things that I thought was really cool is you can when you you can just kill birds mm-hmm. <laughs> in the air. And the way that we found that out is um, I was doing a bow hunt um, with um, two my two friends that were on. Um, Oh, did you just shoot uh, one as you were fighting? No. Um, I did the combo with the bow. So the level 3 charge, uh, circle for the power shot, and then circle again for the basically the, the hail of... The arc shot, yeah. Yeah, the arc shot. The hail of spikes is what I was going to call it. Um, so the arc shot hit like a flock of birds and it just started mm-hmm. raining birds down the barrel. Oh my <laughs> god, like, that's awesome. They were like, what is all these birds? And like raining birds, like there might have been three. I don't remember exactly. but And I wasn't the one that saw all the birds drop. It's still um, like they were. That's funny. But I killed a lot of birds apparently because I used that a lot and um, that is the hunt that Diablos came out because I killed great. a lot of the You're- birds. You're making me think now, because uh, you, you mentioned uh, the Rathalos uh, flies around in the sky randomly hunting, even when you're doing other stuff. He's just kind of chilling out in the sky. Yeah, so what what prompted that is I was doing a solo hunt. This is when I actually did I did fight Rathalos in this, because like, oh, he's here now. I can go, go look for him. Um, I was just doing um, a Jagras hunt. I think, what was it, Jagras or Anjaneth? One of the two... It was like the last night that I could play the beta, the Monday night. Um, I hadn't played all day Monday because I worked and whatnot. Um, so I was just like just before I go to bed. So I grabbed, you know, I had been playing Skyrim a lot. And I was just, you know what, I'm just going to stop and I'm going to play a little bit of the beta and then go to bed. Um, so I, I just hopped on uh, and I saw like a shadow just like quickly fly past my hunter so i was just like under a shadow and then i wasn't <laughs> and i looked up and i saw the rathalos was flying around the tree like way up there and i was like you know what? i'm gonna go up there and try to find fight him and I, I i did i didn't fight him for long i didn't even break the dam or anything i just went up there 
um smacked him a few times saw a couple of attacks was like yeah this is this is good <laughs> and then i uh and then i just ran off but um it was yeah it was just crazy to just see him out in the wild like that and his like i noticed him because like he actually caused a shadow to go over me by flying above the main reason i ask is because uh i'm thinking because i play gun or bow guns a lot if 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 like as it were fighting and he just kind of just lazily flies overhead like not actively involved if i can pink him with like a, just a normal shot and it'll, it'll, if it'll aggro him enough to come down and join the fighter if he'll shrug off one or two shots before thinking before actually joining the fight hmm, that's interesting um i'm not sure but at the height in which i saw him cuz so like this is i was uh you know the the giant slope down to the water yeah um, I was basically at the top of that slope. So, like, you're on the bottom level there, essentially. And I was on the bottom level when that shadow passed over me. So, that was way too far up for you to be able to get a good shot, I would think. Okay. Um, not fun, saying though. that it can't happen. <laughs> um, it could be, you know, you could be in another area that's... Um... um what he's closer to him and in that sort of altitude but where i was at like i would i would almost say it'd be impossible i think this upcoming week i'll give it a try then uh when i go out for like a sightseeing tour like try not to hunt monsters just going around looking at the environment for this time versus just blazing through it like last time i'll bring a bow gun and if i see a shadow I'll, i'll see if i can take a shot or two and maybe aggro something from you know you know meters and meters and meters away yeah. yeah. In general, um, like, I'll, I can actually give you guys a few maybe helpful things that I saw over the streams that I watched, um, like, movement-wise, for that kind of stuff. Um, so one of the things I noticed is, like, you can, you know, if you're not in battle, you can um, basically teleport to different camps, which is really useful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I knew about that. And I running forever. It, but I knew. I knew about it. Yeah. Which is really cool. Um, the other thing that I noticed was that you can, um, you can actually, if you go on the map, you can pin the different monsters that you want to track, so you don't have to yep. just kind of hope that you're going towards it, which is really helpful. Because huh. um, I know a lot of people were having trouble with that. Um, I also noticed that a lot of people had trouble with, um, like, I think people were having trouble with. The scout flies as well. Uh, like the scout flies, sometimes I guess got confused about where they were trying to go, and I was just wondering if either of you guys uh, had that problem. I noticed it's only uh, when you're at a low level of tracking, like yeah. in your, when you're in level one of tracking, the scout flies are just kind of sometimes like ah. <laughs> yeah, because they're looking for yeah. tracks. They're not looking at a specific well, place. Plus, to also and- point out gatherables too. Yeah. Yeah, they, they point out gathering points. That's and they split up too, and you're like, uh, why you why why am I going three different directions? <laughs> like, um, one of the things that that annoyed me with them is especially this happened a lot in the Baroth fight. So like the way that I would start, I always started regardless of the map, regardless of the quest, the southwest camp. Mm-hmm. I just it's the top of the list. That's where I started because I like I liked running around and looking at the scenery. So. There's a point where there's sort of like um, 
Uh, you can basically crawl out of a cave or you can just sort of like go down the river and just turn left into the canyon area. Yeah. And there's always um, a bunch of Kestodon and it's sort of like a curve that goes back up to the desert area or into the hallway that goes back out to the uh, swamp area. Mm-hmm. So there's like this curve area that typically will have Baroth mud there. Um, so sometimes it doesn't. Um, but most of the time you can just go there, pick up the bear off mud, follow the tracks upward and you've already hit like level one because there's always bear off mud at the top of that area too. Um, but one of the times it wasn't there and, or I just went a different way or something. Uh, and so I got the bear off mud at the top of that ramp and then, um, a couple tracks and then it was like, okay, I found them. Let's go. And the scout flies led me. So this is level two where they actually start trying to lead you that direction. Um, the scout flies took me to that spot where the mud was instead of him. And I was like, what? I guess that's fine, but it ended up being like the wrong way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of felt like I, I already had got that mud spot too, or something. Maybe before it was just weird. Like, it was like confused me because I was like, it literally just led me here and it stopped there too. It wasn't like, oh, here's something to go along the way, like it does with the gatherables. It was just like, no, I'm I'm done. I'm like, but I should be tracking it already. Like, <laughs> don't just end here. Hmm. So I picked it up and it. Then they got confused, and they were like, I don't know which way to go. So I just started running. And then it eventually figured itself out and pointed me to them. Weird. Well, yeah, I guess I don't know general, if that's a glitch, but... Yeah, I mean, I could see them having some problems with tracking if you're just in a weird place. Um, yeah. So in general, Lobo, did you have any, like, you know, problems with the beta that you might want to point out? Um... Maybe just that opening part of like with the scout flies, like they, they, I think they should maybe lead you to the first tracking spot, like the first footstep or something. Cause there were occasions where I spent like five minutes and I did not find a single tracking thing. I'm like, where is this monster? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that maybe that, that, that's what I would add. As for actual fights, nothing was really that bad. As for UI, um, nothing was really that bad. I would say maybe in the training area, give me the option to hide the combos in the bottom left. Because with certain weapons, that those example combos in the bottom left hand side of the screen was like most of the screen. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really have any too too much. Dis- I don't have any big disappointments or anything like that. I'm just I'm pretty happy overall with it. Yeah, that's good. I know that's oh. kind of boring, but like, no, I'm I'm happy. Like. This is the Monster Hunter I wanted to play. That's good. I can't see any, like, problems with that. Um, yeah, every, like, all of the people that I've asked about the beta, like, even the friends that I, I have that, like, I know in, not, I don't know them in real life compared to you guys. That's not true. I know you guys in real life. Um, but I mean, like, people that I can go out and actually talk to and ask about um, in my hometown have actually said that they really like it. Like, I haven't... And they're all people that have never played the game before. 
they didn't really have any right. problems with it at all. And that's so cool. Because that's really new for Monster Hunter to be like, hey, new person, have fun with this. Because that, that doesn't happen. It's really hard to have fun with Monster Hunter unless you know what you're doing. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it was always better to have somebody teach you. Like, you yeah. needed somebody you who was good at Monster Hunter. to show you how to play. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't have that, but I was, you know, in day one-ish. I mean, I had my friends, but they're not really helpful. <laughs> I actually did have one last question for you guys about the beta. Yeah. Did you guys try changing the voice option to Monster Hunter speech? Never, because no. I didn't have the beta. But I did see it, and it just sounds kind of like like Japanese mixed with gibberish. Yeah, well, I just wanted to know if any if you guys had heard it or should give it a try. I didn't even think nope. about it, but I'm definitely going to try it this upcoming one. I have so, no intention. Dub versus sub every day. <laughs> so how did you how did you guys feel about the um, the uh, handler lady? Was she as annoying as people were throwing out, or was it really not that bad? Um, I think I was extremely annoyed with her the first time that I started a quest. Um, and so like every time that's your first hunt, so like because it doesn't save progress. Yeah, like it'll save if you keep if you keep playing, it'll remember that like oh yeah you already played this once let's keep going. But if you actually like shut down the beta on the PlayStation and then reopened it. The handler would be like, this is the world of Monster Hunter and blah, blah, blah. And she doesn't really stop you, but she keeps talking while you're landing. And I'm like, just shut up. I know what I'm doing. Uh, That that annoyed me. Um, But that was just a a thing of the beta. And I uh, understand me personally. I'm going to get annoyed with the handler regardless. Right. Yeah. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear the tutorial stuff. But that's me. I want that tutorial stuff to exist for the new players. But personally, I just I don't want to hear it. So I just <laughs> I'm sure once <laughs> the ni- once the real game comes out, it'll be fine. I know I, I did get annoyed once when I was like I was getting frustrated fighting Diablos, and she's like, "Try evading his attacks." I'm like, "No shit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's also it's also funny because I like you know she kind of. It kind of learns. Okay, you kind of know what you're doing. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let you go. You're gonna just be able to do whatever you want right now, which is good. I'm happy they did that. Um, but yeah, I've heard that she does talk a lot at the beginning. But the fact that it goes away because it's a tutorial, yeah, is good. <laughs> I mean, every, if you think of I don't old know why so hunters. many people were like, "Oh my god, she's gonna be like this in literally every single quest." What game have you ever seen that would ever do that? Here's my thing also, and I'm, I'm this is, I know, like a moot point. Like Navi, maybe. She's a voice, and I like that she's a voice because that means I don't have to click through 40 text boxes to get to my yep. first hunt. Exactly. Like, go back and try playing three old. It doesn't pause. I guarantee you'll you hate every something. part of it. <laughs> yeah, if you play through try, well, you run mm-hmm. over to something, you smack it once, and then everything pauses. You read 15 pages. Did you understand click no yeah. click b if you didn't okay now you have to click through every single page again oh fine i get that finally i get to go out to the field blink hoy hunter did you know i, I get it <laughs> let me walk please <laughs> it's like that freaking owl in ocarina of time it's did you Navi. understand what i've said did you understand no, the no. owl is the one that has like seven pages of dialogue no. you gotta read and then it defaults to the the one that repeats them. Mm-hmm. So if you're just clicking through and you click through like too fast one time, it's like, nope, I repeated it. 
Oh, I hate you, Al. Like, Navi, she would bother you because she's saying, hey, listen, but she doesn't actually stop you unless you acknowledge her, right? She just keeps saying, hey. Uh, or unless it's super important, right? But, she, but like, this, the general, like, she doesn't stop you unless you press the button. Yeah. The owl is like, you leave um, Karaoke Forest that first time and you enter Hyrule Field and he stops you. He's like, Dun, 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 dun. Like that little jingle that happens with him or yeah. music. And it's like, oh God, I hate this owl. Just shut up. Like, I, it's just like, that's just how I am. My favorite game I've always uh, been like that from the games. Zelda series, Link's Awakening, that same owl appears and he does the same thing where he's just like, oh, did you just leave this first dungeon? Time for me to talk to you for a while. That's <laughs> <laughs> when I when I boot up Double Cross and I start fighting. uh Oh man, I can't remember his name right now. The the blue owl. Um, Malfestio. Yeah, Malfestio. Malestio. We start hunting Malfestios. <laughs> Which um, oh, I I gotta show show you guys eventually. I'll I'll post it eventually. But um, I have like a sick like uh, guard point kill against a Malfestio that I have saved hmm. on the switch. Nice. But so. yeah, if the handler had done stuff like this first time, you take a hit every single like in in the hunt. It froze the screen and then had like a like a highlight of your health be like, look up here. Do you see the red means you took damage? Blah blah blah. I would have been that would have caused legitimate rage. But no, like the idea of just try dodging his attacks. Okay, I can live with that. I guess. Yeah, and also like everything is just fast now. Everything just is a little bit. It just flows together a little bit better. Like. You know, you put down a trap a little bit faster. You drink potions and you move. You put away your weapons faster. And some of it's pretty intuitive too. If you if you ever saw uh, uh, Ego Raptors uh, Mega Man sequelitis role mm. coming up, Ooh, Mega Man, Mega Man. <laughs> so Capcom knows how to do tutorials wrong. So the fact that yeah. they have a voice that doesn't pause the game, I'm okay with. Mm. Yeah, I'm still very disappointed at how much coverage the beta didn't get in some other gaming areas. Um, what do you mean? The, uh, kind of Funny Games, um, Easy Allies, a lot of those bigger gaming podcasts didn't even really give it the time of day. Uh, aside from Easy Allies did talk about it on not Friend Code, that's their Nintendo one. What's the, 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 the... Oh, yeah. I know. Crap. Uh, they have a specific podcast where they talk about the games they've been playing this week. Um, I don't watch that one as often because it's like three hours long and a lot of like when like when we go off topic, like it's they're like worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, a lot of times they're playing games I don't care about. But they did talk about the Monster Hunter beta for a good portion of the most recent uh-huh. episode. But aside from that, like a lot of the other podcasts, they haven't even mentioned the beta. They were all talking about PSX and that kind of stuff, which is fine, right? A lot I mean, of Game stuff Informer had their happened. little article about it, which was really cool. I didn't get to read it though. I haven't looked into it yet. Yeah. I don't really want don't to buy an article just to read about it though. That's the thing. I mean i I have it. I have that article because okay. I have Game Informer. But I know. Uh, let's. I know. Like, what's it called? A uh, pro. Uh, Pro Jared, I almost said Pro Gerard, which is not right. But uh, no, that's their mashup. That's when you mash up Pro Jared and Gerard the completions together. You get Pro Jared. But I mean, they do do a lot of mashup. By the way, but uh, well, Pro no, Jared, the finishist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Pro Jared uh, 
you know, he, he brings in a lot of good, uh, like actually get people getting to see Monster Hunter because of his, you know, he, you know, mixes up with the completionist and there have that whole group of fans that all follow that group of YouTubers. So hopefully, you know, they'll start spreading the word to their other groups and it'll get more attention. I unfortunately have a biased view of, uh, of, um, YouTube because even when I clear my viewing history, I still get like the same five people, so I don't have a good estimation of how much exposure it's getting. Yeah, um, I think it's that... getting a lot of exposure in a lot of other wheelhouses, but a lot of the bigger, bigger general gaming people aren't talking about it. Okay. Yeah. Still, um, like I didn't see much on YouTube. I saw, I mean, Lyric played it on the Twitch, which is the biggest person that could possibly play it on Twitch. Um, which was cool. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure me, I saw JP. much on YouTube. Hit me, JP was uh, pretty big on there too. He's a big Twitch guy, mm-hmm. but I know him from his D and D stuff, hmm. not his. Oh, I do have a side yeah. note, by the way. Did it? Was anybody else's palico like completely freaking useless? <laughs> like. I've heard they were. I've heard like the only useful item that they had was the flash bomb. I just was upset because um, when I was gunning, my palico was standing right next to me all twenty minutes of every <laughs> single hunt, and it's like, Never get away, anything. go, go, distract it, <laughs> stop yeah. making it target me. I don't know why they're so <laughs> useless now. Like in the other games, they actually went and fought the monster, like Cha Cha. Oh my god, he would not stop fighting the monster. He wouldn't stand next to you ever. He was always, like, whacking at it until he passed out. Over and over again. Um, and then he would dance, like, non-stop. And you don't really see these guys doing much. And it may be because they aren't given the right tools. You know, they haven't been given the right skills to really be useful. But it, it's kind of disappointing that they're worse now. <laughs> I think it but might again, just be beta. because of we beta. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm probably going to play through without a cat, honestly, just because I like the predictability of always knowing it's going to turn towards me or, you know, setups like that. Oh, but speaking of... I'm going to have a cat. It's going to be named Zumar. Zumar? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, a little bit of history between, like, my my name, Fortwan, was always my D&D character, and he always had a companion... It was named Zumar. Huh. He was a kitty. And I and I named well no, he was a cleric. Oh. Um, so it was a it was a rogue and a cleric, which was made for a comedy di- dynamic in my little headcanon of my D D character. <laughs> um I then uh, my re- most recent cat um, that I no longer have, um, was named Zumar. Um, so I've had a cat for I had a cat for about five years named Zumar. So every single monster hunter cat, and this this cat loved me. Like normally cats are like, yeah, they're standoffish, but like he would sit on my lap for hours while I was playing monster hunter, Aww. especially through you. Um, uh, like this this cat was awesome. He would, uh, I mean, when he was, we got him a little bit too young. Like I don't think he was supposed to leave his mom yet, but we still got him. Um, he used to climb up. And literally, like, climb up onto my bed, like, jump up, claw into the, the blanket, scale it like a mountain, and then come up and, like, lay beside my face and go to sleep. 
Um, which normally was fine until one night I opened up my eye and he had that look on him like a cat hunting. He was like, something moved. And I was like, and I was looking around like, what moved? What do you mean? Like, you're really close to my... Oh, no, he's looking at my eye moving. So I closed my eyes real quick and he actually slashed my eye. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> it was just my eyelid. Oh, it makes me want to cast so much. Thanks. <laughs> well, but he used to do things like when I get home, he would run up me to like get on my arms like he would actually run up my leg my jeans uh he did that until he was actually too big to do that <laughs> it was just like he really liked me i never had a cat like me like that and he did so that's why he's always gonna be my palico so that that bond you better put a scar over your eye on your character <laughs> i don't have a scar in my eye i don't it care it's for the thematic <laughs> elements <laughs> I did play the old guy in the, the, the preset. Oh, yeah. Did you did you play the guy from The Room? The one that was going no. around the subreddit that looked exactly like whatever his name was? Tommy Wiseau. Oh, I, my God. It was I, so good. I did not hit her or whatever. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Greatest movie in the world. Besides <laughs> Trolls 2. Uh, that's it for today, folks. So uh, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next quest. Adios. See ya. Oh, and don't forget to play the beta from the 22nd to 26th again. You don't need PS Plus. Woo! Hashtag ad. Thank you, Hunters, for listening today. You can catch us on SoundCloud or any past episodes on Google Drive download or YouTube.